So guys, here we are at the end of the affair in which we decide to grace the world with our meaningless opinions that we actually value above most other people's opinions anyway because we're smart and other people <laughs> aren't. Uh, this is the dope box, guys. Uh, who, who shall start us off? Go ahead. Which one are you go-aheading? Jimmer's one who's one. already talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, why don't you go ahead? Oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, guys, I got I got to tell you this, man. Being on Facebook, and for those of you who don't know, uh, the Culture Dig Culture Dig Facebook is run by me, Buchanan, and I apologize if I post lame things, but sometimes it's just no slow news days, man. But for the most part, I think I put some interesting things out there. But uh, every time I get, you know, like I'll get some articles from certain people post Facebook on a Facebook feed uh, other time, you know, I have other feeds. I look at other websites that I look at whatnot, but being on Facebook this week, this past week, I should say has been particularly daunting. And this is before Friday and the SCOTUS decision about gay marriage. I'm not gonna talk about that. Now this has to do with the Confederate flag. Boo. So my dope box about this is, Hey guys, we live in the United States of America, and if you want to have a Confederate flag belt buckle, sunscreen, uh, window darkener, flag outside your trailer, whatever, you go ahead and do that. But what you need to realize is that the rest of us have every right in the world to A, think you're an idiot, B, think you are sorely misinformed on the historicity of that flag and see that you probably don't really have much say of consequence in defense of that Confederate flag. No, but it's I'm about not going to get culture. into the history. It's about our I'm culture. not going to get into the history too much about this, ladies and gentlemen, because so many people already have. I think the Young Turks had a great little vignette trashing yeah. that. A lot of other people have as well. But, guys, you have to realize the Confederate flag, even the back then, didn't mean what you want it to mean. It's been co-opted for this subculture of rednecks, okay? And that's cool. So my best friend of rednecks, it's I don't care. But what you need to realize is that symbol, and I've long thought this, long before Dylan Roof in South Carolina shot up nine, and murdered nine people in a church that were black, okay? The Confederate flag does not have a place in popular culture. And if you want to celebrate your heritage, you know, I hate people throwing out the Nazism thing, but, you know, so if one, I'm not German at all, but one of you guys might be like, what if you I showed up to work with your, with your swastika belt buckle and it's just heritage? It's asinine. It's historical. People died under that flag. In fact, I used, once knew a guy who was part of Hitler's youth, really cool guy. And luckily he was young enough to have been protected from the atrocities of the war, but there wasn't a day that went by where he wasn't shamed by his involvement in it. So I'm going to leave it alone with this. It has nothing to do with heritage. It's a symbol that you stubbornly cling to because you think it means going out mud bogging and hunting deer and all those things you love to do. What no, do in the it North? does not mean that we it has that long stood for it. Yeah, right. It has long stood for institutional racism that is it. 
no questions act. You can argue until you're blue in the face, but I will tell you this, you're wrong. Well, you heard why they brought it back when it came back into popularity was when they wanted to the outlaw fit, yeah. lynchings. It, it came back and it was led by Strom Thurmond, of all people, <laughs> way back then, who ended, up, who ended up having a half-black daughter, mind you, because he had an affair. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, all right. Uh, if any, if either of you guys want to say anything about the Confederate flag flap, go yeah, right ahead. I, I'll say something. Um, how about this? The Young Turks were talking about it. I mean, were they um opposed to banning the flag, or were they like what was this vignette? They're, no, no, they're about? they're more lampoon. They were lampooning, or should say, he was lampooning the uh, the misassociation of the flag with Southern heritage and history. Okay. Because so many people are like, oh, this is this is the heritage. This is, you know, my my Confederate forefathers fought, fought in that war. And it's like, yeah. no, dude, no. It's like, no. yeah, but remember for what? And you, know, yeah, you talk yeah. about the, the, oh, you know, the economic myth and uh, yeah, don't even get me started right on the myth. Civil War thing. Yeah, when I was a child, um, the house that I lived at was next to a restaurant. It was right off of a highway. And I remember the first time I saw a Confederate flag, at least that I realized, like, what is that weird-looking flag? And I asked my father, what is that? And he oh, said, it's no. a Confederate flag. It's how you know somebody's racist. <laughs> and where, where was this I at? Have to say, and then you watched the Dukes of Hand. The South Jersey, basically. Yeah, this is like South Jersey. You got confused. Yeah, no, I never I never really saw Dukes of Hazard when I was a child. Uh, I, I never, um, cared, I for, really I never cared for Dukes of Hazard either, man. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, like this was like the the suburbs of Philadelphia, South Jersey area too. Like this was not okay, somewhere damn. in South Carolina. And um, uh, I gotta say, like I'm really disappointed in the response uh, to this. Like I feel like everybody, all right, we got to do something about this because there's a media story and everybody feels yeah, bad. I, I feel and, that. Like, yeah. Yeah, but but like Amazon, are are they the number one retailer in the world? Because I would imagine they are. Well, if not, Walmart, I mean, like they're definitely the number one same. online retailer. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah, Walmart uh, was first, and then Amazon. So, I mean, like, in Walmart, but they both banned um, Confederate flag sales, did they not? Yes, yes. So, like, yes, the top two retailers in the world ban the sale of something. I mean, that's as close as an institutional ban as you're going to get. And that's yeah. fine. Like, on their end, I'm going to sound like a capitalist. They're a like, business. You know, like, we have, we have yeah, they're, they're businesses, they're corporations, they can do whatever they like. Yeah. But, like, it really irks me that we're going after a symbol and we're not going after people's What's patterns of thought symbol? and people's yeah. preconceptions. Like whenever you're attacking a symbol, it means you failed. It's the same thing like in the the um, 90s with the, you know Furman and O.J. Simpson. And we, we had the phrase arise, the N-word, because we can't say the yeah. word nigger. We have to say right. the N-word in, in mixed company. Um, same thing like Oprah had her big campaign a few years ago to end the N-word. We have the, uh, the R-word campaigns. And it's like yeah, it's not a true. word. It's not a symbol. These are patterns of thought. And I hate that. It's being taken out. Like, if we can just get rid of every Confederate flag in the world, all of our problems will be solved. I, that's I'm like, what I'm I don't saying. know. I, I don't think that we should ban people wearing it, flying it in front of their trailers or houses or whatever. If you want to put, you know, the screen tinted windows with a rebel flag in the back of your truck to hide your fucking gun rack, I don't care. That's your thing. But what I do not want to see is that fucking flag on a capital for the government that we all pay for. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, I don't know. It, the entire thing about, like, we have to, to attack this flag, I, I feel like people in the Confederate flag lobby must have come up with this, because I've heard that the, the flag sales are soaring with the anticipation say, of you, some kind of if you're, if you're gonna be bans a, and so forth. If you're going to be a capitalist, you should just go open up your Confederate flag store. <laughs> your own Confederate flag store. 
uh, yeah. online, I'm sure you'd be making a killing right now. But that's oh you know, yeah, yeah, they were. Once that once that dies down, it's it's going to go the way of the dodo, man. Once people heard yeah. of the band, the sales for Confederate flags just fucking oh, I'm skyrocketed. Sure. I'm sure. It's whatever. All right, Jimmers, Jeffrey, which one of you goes is going next? Age before beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means Jeffrey. Go. Um, I would like to talk about a um, a um, quadriplegic man in Colorado, who where medical marijuana is legal and even recreational m- marijuana is legal. He um, he was fired from Dish Network for having marijuana in his system. In a state where it is completely legal to smoke marijuana for recreational purposes. Federal law. Interesting, but wow. and this guy is in serious pain from his from his uh, injuries, and uh, yeah, they don't they just don't give a fuck. You know, his he was having starting to have bad reactions to the painkillers he was on, and they were you know starting to lose their effectiveness. So he's basically only getting the bad reactions with like half the effectiveness of you know the painkillers, and and mm. he tra- started weed, and it was like wow, no no real side effects, um, well no unpleasant side effects, but that way. <laughs> And uh, his pain was was significantly lessened, and yeah, you know, who, who who gives a fuck? I mean, why pick on a quadriplegic guy? I mean, let him have his fucking weed. What kind of job yeah, did he like, have? He was quadriplegic. Get their asses reamed for I don't, why, why him of all people? Like you figure like that one to be like, hey, we got a positive drug report on an employee. It's that quadriplegic guy. Like you figure they would just like file right. that away. And shut their mouths. He's like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> he's he's been like through enough. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, okay. Right. Well, that's uh, pretty bad. Yeah, I just don't like how the, how the federal law can trump the state law when they want it to. Yeah. Oh, and did you see the, well, uh, this did, is... did you see the mm-hmm. cop raid where they, they raided a pot shop and they didn't realize they hadn't turned off all the security cameras in the pot shop and they were eating the brownies? <laughs> And playing darts oh, and shit. <laughs> no, I never heard about this. What? Oh, wow. you should go watch the video. They're like having a good old time after <laughs> after they raided the pot shop. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. We turned off all the videos, right? Yep. Yep, we did. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. All right, Jammers, you're up. All right. I This kind of touches on what everybody's talking about. And in addition to what nobody here has talked about yet, the Supreme Court decision on gay marriage. Um, you know, we have this idea in modernist philosophy, like there's such a thing as the law and the law is just a list of rules, but we try to use the law to approximate morality, to approximate justice. And so this is why I'm worried about like uh, institutional proclamations, like banning Confederate flags, because like you're not actually instituting any real social change. In fact, I mean, you're firing up a base, which you want nothing to do with. Um, the same thing with, you know, like we can't decide is a paraplegic who uses medical marijuana is he justifiable is is he a moral person i think most people would say so is he legal well kind of on the state level maybe not on the federal level and we have this like bizarre confluence of laws and and moral obligations that we have to um reconcile with one another and um with the gay marriage thing this week i kind of feel like it's the same thing like i wholeheartedly have no problem whatsoever with gay marriage i think you know the practical nature of it is like i'm i'm happy with the ruling but they had a very good report on npr about the dissent which was written by the conservative justices of course and chief justice roberts 
He had a really great thing he read in his dissent. If you are among the many Americans of whatever sexual orientation who favor expanding same-sex marriage, by all means, celebrate today's decision. Celebrate the achievement of a desired goal. Celebrate the opportunity for a new expression of commitment to a partner. Celebrate the availability of new benefits, but do not celebrate the Constitution. It had nothing to do with it. I respectfully dissent. That was the end of his um, uh, dissent. Mm. Uh, Scalia commented similarly, basically saying that this is a kind of weird, new, bizarre interpretation of the 14th Amendment. Is this really a good um, federal decision? You know, maybe not so much. It may not be so much constitutional, even though the practical end is that it does something really positive. Basically, I feel like it's a lot like Obamacare. Like, is Obamacare a good idea? Probably. Is it constitutional? Almost certainly not. So uh, it's a weird rereading of the 14th Amendment. Um, I'm not sure that this is going to be really even that great long run because how many states still had not legalized gay marriage in some form or another? I think it was down to 17. 13. 13, I mean, yeah. 13? Yeah. I mean, like Alabama had gay marriage, did they not? I mean, this is something that was just working its way across the country, even if it was going through federal appellate courts and so forth. But like it was going to happen. It had overwhelming mass support anyway. And by doing this, making this decision, yeah, it gave everybody a great day to celebrate. And they all got to use the rainbow flag filter on Facebook and the White House got the light up. And Hillary, who opposed gay marriage for about 30 years, got to change her logo to a rainbow for a day. Whereas um, our man Bernie Sanders has supported it since 1972. Go Bernie. Which is a really good point because, yeah, did you ever hear the Terry Gross interview with Hillary where she talked about gay marriage? Yeah. It was about a year ago, I guess. Nope. And she was talking about how, like, well, I couldn't support gay marriage for the last 20 years because nobody supported gay marriage. I'm like, there are people who supported gay marriage over uh, the last 20 years. Oh, yeah. Shut the hell out. Uh, so it's this weird revisionism. Same thing with, like, the war in Iraq. People, Well, everybody thought Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. We had to go. I'm like, no. No, they didn't. No, people, you're, this is revisionism. <laughs> So I, I think, you know, it's a great day to celebrate. Um, is it the, a moral decision? Yes. Is it a, a, you know, legal decision following the letter of the constitution? It probably is a stretch at interpretation, but so be it. Uh, okay. So you, you, you mentioned Antonin Scalia. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but slate.com did a Scalia insult generator. Have you heard about this? No. Only for me. Uh, <laughs> Only from me. It's called the Antonin Scalia Sick Burn Generator because Scalia is number one. He's pretty far out there anyway, uh, but he's also uh, known for these like overly intellectual uh, dissents. And I very much got the sense of that in reading his dissent of uh, the Supreme Court decision last Friday. But the <laughs> this uh, this generator on Slate.com is actually culled from the real true life writings of Scalia. And so I, while you guys were talking, I put in your names to this generator. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Ready for, waiting for my Ram to catch up here. <laughs> Car Ramrod. Uh, is, that, is that a super troopers reference? Yes. Reference? Yes, it was <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Jeff, this one is yours. Okay. One would think that Jeff sentiments are a threat to American democracy. Never mind. Ugh. All right, make, make sure to bleep out my last name, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, let me some of the uh, shit. What's Jimmers? I'm trying to get there. It's being super yeah, come on. fucking slow. 
This is what happens you know, when you have too programs open. So, like, what, uh, what is what is the point of this? Like, it, it pulls out some text of one of his dissents or decisions. It sounds like really dramatic. Yeah. And inserts your name in it because it's yeah. funny because he came after the decision against gay marriage for trying to sound overly dramatic and of, yeah, of histrionic exactly. historical yes, importance. He, he, he was uh, he was basically poking fun at Kennedy's majority opinion. Like, dude, <laughs> you're that's your thing. You're you're making fun of him for your thing. Anyway, right, yeah. Uh, one would think that Jemmer's mindset is pure applesauce. Come on! That that makes me feel like I could go be a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> <laughs> like, you figure they'd be really special. Well, hey, I, this is what I was saying. Here, Here's part of Scalia's dissent. I'll just read a really quick answer. But he says, he's talking about, like, the Supreme Court itself. And he says, take, for example, this court, which consists of only nine men and women, all of them successful lawyers who studied at Harvard or Yale Law School. Four of the nine are natives of, the, of New York City. Eight of them grew up in East and West uh, Coast states. Only one hails from the vast expanse in between. Not a single Southwesterner or even to tell the truth, a genuine Westerner. California does not count. Not a single evangelical Protestant of any denomination, strikingly unrepresentative character of the body voting on today's social upheaval would be irrelevant if they were functioning as judges answering the legal question and so on. So I'm like, that's a good point. Like, this is a really not diverse court. You, you know, like we talk about um, Sotomayor, or we yeah. th we're talking about like women on the Supreme Court, but I'm like, every single one of them is from Harvard or Yale. Yeah. Most of you them know, are from New York City. I mean, that's funny you brought that up because when this decision came out, that was actually one of the things I wanted to research myself was where these judges were from. So it's interesting that you bring yeah. it up. Uh, that, yeah, they're, they're basically from, you know, East Coast, uh, you have Alito from New Jersey, which you'd think would be more of a liberal place, but uh, of course, mm -hmm. you know, it's the same pl place that elected Chris Christie, uh, yeah. who, who just announced sure. for uh, candidacy for president. I don't know if you've heard that. Anyway. Oh, really? That oh, should yeah. be right like for yesterday. comedy. Oh, that whole Republican field is ripe for comedy. Very true. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, and it's like. Bernie Sanders came out with a video, I think it was, or it was an interview yesterday. Like he, he, he really thinks he has a chance to win the White House, and I'm really beginning to, to think that yeah, he he might. Because if you look at that Republican field, I mean, it's just it's a comedy sketch. And then if he can just get ahead of Hillary Clinton, then yeah, he, he does really have a solid chance. Anyway, sorry, that's well. If you notice, what's that? What's that Gandhi quote? You know, first they ignore you, which they ignored Bernie Sanders. Then they fight you. Now that they're acknowledging him, they're kind of making fun of him. And then you win. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Anyway, we, we just completely derailed that train of thought. But uh, yeah, the Supreme Court justices don't really represent the geographical areas where they're not from very well. Uh, you know, like Jeff, Jeff and I come from Michigan, which has, uh, you know, historically been a blue state. Uh, it's gotten much more purple in the last 10 or so years. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you, I actually had to go. I went back and looked to see if there was a Supreme Court justice from Michigan. I think there's like one. There's like one from Tennessee. And, you know, for the by and large throughout, throughout the history of the Supreme Court, it really is East Coast dominated uh, institution. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. I think that's going to wrap it up, guys. That's the note box, eh? Yep. Eh. Oh, oh, and of course, speaking of eh. <laughs> All these people in the last week who said they want to move to Canada. Oh, Christ, it makes me laugh. Have you seen this? No, for what? What are you talking about? Like, because of the Supreme Court thing, they want to, they want to move to Canada because you know, we, we have gay marriage. When Is Canada's this like a conservative gay... bastion up there? Uh, yeah. It's like, Canada doesn't want you. They're socialist, and they've had gay marriage now yeah. for 10 years. 
Yeah, they have single payer, single payer health care too. What are you gonna do? I've thought about moving to Canada. Uh, you know, it, it does cross the mind, but but not for the reasons that uh, these people are citing in any case. Yeah. All right, that's going to be it then, guys. That's the dope box. We've set our piece. I'm done. Later. I'm out. All right, out of here. Survived another one. I know what you've done. What daring. What outrageousness. What innocence. What arrogance. I salute you. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Clear us our intro, and then like that, that'll get us going. Coach Dig. What is thy bidding, my master? Hey, listen. Turn your head and cough, little boy. He's giving me the finger. And Stroking the microphone. I slowly die from having an overly erect penis. It gets me hard. Boy, now this is a really professional endeavor. Because we muted our phones. Yeah, now that I turned off my porn box. All pleasure is perverse. Because the boners bring out the best in you. It will make you come like you came when you're in Cloud City in episode 5. You saw that shit happen. Oh, naughty! You don't get to choose who you love. Hold on, I have to take a shit. Edit that shit out. I'm gonna go get some macaroni ready. Culture. Dig. I don't know about you guys, I just wanna, like, go home and think about my life and take a really long nap.